The Lord has not forgotten the precious things lingering in our hearts, heart dwellers. What a wonderful message tonight on our dreams and opportunities. Jesus was most encouraging as I pressed into worship. The past two days have been filled with domestic engineering, so please forgive the delay in getting the message out. Lord, what is on your heart tonight? He answered, Patience. My children and my people have great need of patience as we embark on this journey into a new day. I will be bringing you all into unfamiliar territory. You have been going through a period of cleansing in preparation for this. You are coming out of a period of exhausting work. Now I have called you to put your hands to the plow with your new gifts. Some of you are aware of what these gifts are and others are not. I'm asking you to follow your heart. I am planting desires in your hearts that have begun the rooting process and now they will begin to come forth. But these gifts will never take shape if you fill your lives with busy work and stay out of touch with me. How will you recognize them? You're going to feel a desire a very quiet, deep desire down in your soul, which is the area of your umbilical cord. Wow, I remember being called to the bedside of a woman who was passing, and I saw a brilliant tunnel like a shaft of light, similar to an umbilical cord stretching down from the heavens and resting on her stomach. Jesus replied, Yes, that's the tunnel. All believers are prepared to exit that way, and it is also the seat of the soul. But I thought you lived inside our hearts, Lord. I do, but the soul is the door leading out from the body. They are intimately connected, just as in anatomy the stomach and bowels are intimately connected with the heart. It is merely a general location, not cast in concrete. That's why you get a gut-level feeling about things. It is an interaction with the conscience, which resides in that general area as well. I'm reminded of the scripture about the bowels of mercy. Further, the brain cells in the stomach communicate with the mind through electronic impulses, which help a person to determine their choices in life. Oh, the body is intimately and gloriously knit together, and is the crown of my creation. But back to your hearts, or rather, should I say, heart and soul, you will find what you are looking for there. You will find me there as well. That's why your heart dwellers, your hearts are one with mine. My heart is one with yours. Abide in the vine, my children, and you will bring forth much fruit. That's John 15. In the vine you will find my still small voice directing you. You will feel a sparkle in your soul when something important is mentioned to you. For instance, you received a gift recently that rekindled a suppressed desire, and now you are well on your way journeying with that gift. That twinkle, spark, illuminated moment was a rhema an illumination of something important to you. 
my will for you. Oh, I love it when you spend hours and hours alone with me, Claire. Your mind is so much clearer afterwards. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Tonight I was in worship for quite a long time. Thank the Lord. Truly, dealing with administration is a murky process and just too entangled. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. That's 2 Timothy 2. Please touch it lightly and get out. You will find that dealing with the gross elemental concerns of the world desensitizes you for prayer. That's why prayer is its best first thing in the morning. No clutter to clear up first. You're fresh. Well, back to my point. All of you have hidden little dreams that you've written off as just your own mind and will wandering. If these desires are not in vain and worldly, they may very well be from me. Desires of the world carry a certain bitterness and noise with them. Desires from heaven are very quiet and sweet. Very often I draw you into art, music, writing, and ministry this way, or helping the helpless. Some of you have very different dreams, but are limited by your lifestyle and its demands. All you have to do is dream, and if your dreams and my dreams for you are the same, eventually they will become opportunities. But here is the danger. If your life is so filled with busyness in the world, you will walk on past your dreams to a dry desert destination. You must be still and quiet by the living waters in my presence in order to feel that certain indescribable joy that lingers there under a pile of disappointments and failed purposes. Very often these are the things that were important to you in childhood in your earlier years, and now you are ready to embark on that journey. That is what this period of time before you is about. You are putting your hands to the plow in a very new way. You are setting sail for the land of uncertainties and possible failure. Do you know that the fear of failure is your most deadly enemy? It truly is well spoken that courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. That something else is the substance of your dreams, and within that is contained the DNA code for you to attain impossibilities with my grace. Will you trust me to lead you there, and through the process Or will you choose a safe and familiar route, musty and stale as it is? I went to uh, look up the source of that quote. A rhema popped up on my screen that said, No matter how you feel in this moment, I do not disappoint goodwills. Wow, that's a good rhema. Well, how was I feeling just now? Um, My gut was quivering partially in anxious anticipation of finishing the painting and the song and presenting them to you together as the Lord has requested, and partly from the fear of how easily my time is gobbled up in things that have no eternal value, 
but must be done nonetheless, and knowing that they daily steal time and energy from that goal. And yet Ezekiel and I are being taught that the goal-driven life is not the God-driven life, and that when the needs of a soul are sent to your doorstep, and you have discerned it is not a trap from the enemy, but a gift from God, no matter how it hurts or frustrates you, you must lay down your accomplishment agenda and embrace the sacrament of the moment. One of our very first videos was on the goal-driven life. It's in the Wounding Water series, if you want to listen to it. Boy, in that one, the Lord really pins it down with some beautiful scriptures. And then I was thinking, after all, is it not true that our egos are needy and we are eager to get that pat on the back, even if it's only from God? How good it feels to finally finish a project that you've done your best on. Yet if you've ignored the legitimate needs of a soul, even just for fellowship, you have failed the test of charity and have proven that your accomplishment means more to you than loving your brother as yourself. And this is one of the things that I really try to bring home in marriages where there's the yoke is not quite equal yet because you want to devote yourself to prayer so much that sometimes you cut off your husband or vice versa, you cut off your wife because you want that time alone with the Lord. And that's not pleasing to him. Uh, if you do it to any great degree, he's really corrected me on that point and told me that Ezekiel is my covering and he deserves time and attention. Or if you're in the other situation, your wife deserves your time and attention and you don't want to make her jealous of God by constantly turning her down. Even if it's a simple thing like, going for a walk in the park. So getting back to the test of charity, this is a stiff trial, but I've resolved in my heart not to let the Lord down. Yet even at that, I know sometimes I do. Back to you, Lord. Yes, my bride, I send you numerous trials to see where your heart is. Is it for me or for yourself? That is a nugget of wisdom which you should carry forward. But here I am talking about the new directions I'm calling you all into. If opportunity comes knocking and you feel a tender joy in your heart about it, by all means do not let it pass you by. I gave you that touch, that feeling, so you would recognize my will for you. And by following that, you will attain to the abundant, joy-filled life. So in this moment, patience is no longer a boring and overworked word. It is a very vehicle that will take you to the destination of your dreams for as long as you are here. You may not reach into that destination as far as you would like in the time left to us, but you will find joy in every step of the journey, knowing that in heaven the very pinnacle of that desire will be attained. Of that you can be sure. Nothing worth doing comes easily, but I have taken your hand, and it shall come through my anointing. 
on your courageous steps forward.